In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... Madam Speaker... Madam Vice President. You want to hang out with us? You get your vaccine. Vaccine, vaccine. And so I went to Human Resources. There are some things I just can't tell you uh, on air. The Betches Sup Podcast. A woman's problem, if you will. Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman. And I'm Elise Morales. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. Happy, happy Tuesday back after the long weekend. How was yes. your weekend of America? Um, honestly, it was really lovely. Danny had some, some, Danny and I had people over. We, you know, we did some grilling. There was light, uh, light 4th of July fair, but um, for the most part, it was just a really cool hang. It was really, it was really nice because it was the first time we've gotten to have people over our apartment and like show them really like what, I don't know, like it feels yeah. like this like private project we've been working on our apartment, like since we moved basically a year ago during the pandemic. Did you move at the start of the pandemic? That's crazy. It was a we long moved, pandemic. We moved in July of last year. So basically we've been here for one year and we like finally got to show people like this cool deck that we have and actually have people over and go up on the roof and like actually have our friends see it. And so that was really nice. And it did feel like a really big like post pandemic moment. It really did. It really did. The city was really nice. It was very quiet. We finally had a nice weather. I will update the listeners who have um, had to listen to me go on and on about this, that I have received my passport and I am going on my vacation. (laughs) Excellent. 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 (laughs) Thank you to all my my guardian angels along the way. It was quite (laughs) a journey. It was very eventful. But um, yeah, if you are... Okay. I'm going to tell people... I'm going to dish out some advice. If you are traveling this year, this year at all, get mm-hmm. it now. And you need to look at your passport and get it renewed now. Because even if you get expedited service, they, they're only doing that in 12 weeks because with fucking DeJoy, the mail's so jammed up too. So you have to do it now. You have to get it expedited now, even if you don't think you're going to need it, because it is so difficult to change it to expedited if you need to. It is like you got to wait on the phone for like five hours. And that's like not the government's fault. It's just like so much happening. So get a passport if you're traveling at all in 2021 now, get it expedited. And if you can pay for them to ship it back to you really fast, because I was part of a Facebook group of a lot of people in like dire straits. There's like people like gifting each other appointments across the country. I ended up getting very lucky, (laughs) but um, it's rough and email your reps. They can help you. Mine definitely did. That's that is wild, but I've heard a lot of stuff. Um, similarly, like I have a friend who it's like complicated to be an efficient, a wedding efficient in the city of New York. Like there's like an extra. Oh, really? Yeah. You have to get like, even if you're certified in the state of New York, there's like to marry someone in New York city, you have to get a special New York city thing. 
And those have been really backed up, apparently. Ooh, I bet. Um, and so I, I have a good friend of mine who is ordained just because she like did a friend's wedding forever ago. And she's been getting hired out to like do weddings because these people are like, my friend, like like the person we were gonna have can't do it. So she's <laughs> so been like funny. going she's been like going from wedding to wedding because like these things are backed up and people are freaking out and like so yeah, she's done a couple weddings. So you're saying that if any of our listeners like happen to have gotten that for a friend and they want a side hustle, their services are in demand right now? Yeah, yeah. If you're ordained <laughs> in NYC, you actually you you have a you have a side hustle <laughs> on your I mean, I do think that actually she's done most of them for free. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> but, fair, I guess. But she does get to go to the weddings and exactly. like, it's, like they've been really fun and and, you might get um, to go to more cool parties than you uh, anticipated this summer. Yeah. Uh, and she has been, I think, getting pretty drunk at all of them, which is incredible. Cool. I feel like there's <laughs> going to be a lot of things like this where just the rush of people returning to normal life makes it impossible. Like somebody yeah. is not going to make it to like their own wedding. Like, yeah, it, it's yeah, very yeah, rough. Yeah. <laughs> So because we've just spent four days plus obsessing about our own country, I wanted to start today's show abroad because I can't stop thinking about this story. Mm -hmm. So last week, the Ukrainian Defense Ministry, they shared photos. They thought they were doing like a flex of female military cadets. They were getting ready for an August parade where they're going to celebrate 30 years of independence from the Soviet Union. It's going to be like a whole big deal, big parade. They were practicing for it in their like I think they're fatigued. They were not, not their, not their like outfits for the day, but just what they wear every day. Also in some black pumps. Uh, it turns out they, they have to wear those. These are definitely sensible heels, but they're heels and yeah. they're part of their mandated uniform for the parade. And the female cadets have reportedly been training for several hours a day to prepare to march so that they can do the steps and that they can do it safely. I'll note this country is actively at, at war with Russia. <laughs> and it's like, no gals, get to walking. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, they do look like they're probably more, they're a more comfortable heel. They do. It's not like a stiletto. It's not like a Melania Trump goes to visit hurricane victims stiletto. No, no, it's more, yeah, it's, it's more, more like, like Angela Merkel. Yes, yes, very, Ang very Angela, very um, like the heels you wear to be in a play. <laughs> uh <laughs> for sure definitely like beyonce has done concerts in this type of heel where they're like if you look closely they're actually very very uh sturdy but in any event they're a heel and they're required which sets off alarm bells so um a lot of ukrainian lawmakers female lawmakers specifically uh started basically reacting to this and, and trolling the defense minister. They basically brought high heeled shoes into parliament to place in front of him and just like draped him with all of these high heels. <laughs> and finally, over the weekend, officials said they'd issue new improved footwear for female soldiers that will be quote ergonomic and made in the shortest possible time. Those two things don't sound compatible. It's like, I want my shoe to my ergonomic shoe to be well-developed, honestly. I mean, yeah, but also I guess how hard, we have the technology to make the shoe. And certainly as how hard is it to make they could hit a, they could do a partnership. I mean, they probably have Nike. the military, they do have military technology. Yeah. I'm like, they could probably get a shoe together fast. I think I, <laughs> but then again, Trump did withhold their funding. Remember that maybe that's what happened. They're like, that we were going to make them some nice shoes. We were going to make them some cozy ass shoes, but but then, so, but then we just found a bag of heels and we were like, sorry, ladies. 
This is free to wear. I will also say that like I'm completely untrained in wearing heels in any way, shape or form now that because of the pandemic and the couple of times I've tried to wear them, it has been, it's not good. Well, that was my question. This is what this made me think about. Have you ever been forced to wear heels somewhere or like forced to wear abide by a specific dress code? Mm, uh, not heels. I mean, like when I was in high school, I would like be in a play and like, right. yeah, you would wear like heels or whatever, but I've never been forced to like do something in heels or like had to wear or anytime. Like I had a job that was like, you know, professional attire or whatever, a sensible flat was always still acceptable. Right. So yes, I feel like that's the problem is that that was not acceptable is that they had to wear these heels. And like, if yeah. it did possibly like feel uncomfortable to you or hurt your body, like, they could have to go into combat like any time. <laughs> and like, imagine you have fucking blisters and then Russia invades you. And but you're like, do they I gotta wear go. them. Do they wear these? Are these only like their show? These like are their just show their choir show- outfit? Yes. Like, but, my have sense regular is, this is like yes. but my sense is that okay. this is just during this March is like, it's going to be on a hot day. And like the, the, the idea is that they're going to be sacrificing their comfort and physical health to as some Ukrainian lawmakers have said, like, look like dolls, like these yeah, Russian it men is look, odd. look like dolls. It, it, is, is odd. it is odd if they have other shoes that they normally wear, why they would just switch out the shoes. Yeah. Because at that point, it's like, well, give them a whole little lady outfit then. Right. Well, that's what they. <laughs> at first, the defense ministry tweeted in response. They just showed like women soldiers from all across the world uh, wearing heels. But my sense is that they just like weren't required to. But as I was thinking about this, like this is a gender issue. But like you said, with the end of the pandemic, like I don't think people are going to be down for dress codes anymore. And I am sure that like whenever you see like a military parade in the summer and they have to wear like head to toe suits and gloves like that's uncomfortable. I, I think that when we advocate what we don't talk about enough is that like when we advocate for women not having to wear heels, we're just talking about like everybody just being a little bit more comfortable at work. Yeah, like that it is uh, a painful and strange. I mean, whatever, like some people really love to wear them and like rock them. I've never been a good at heels girl and so i don't know what i would do if i was like that's required true. to wear yeah. them. like if i was trying to look into this and this is this for like the group of ukrainian cadets female cadets all got together and they're like we love this and we think this is empowering and we're deciding that we want to wear heels for this parade cool dope but they were like quoted to magazines being like yeah this is annoying i like have better things to do i'm not really good at this yeah like this sucks that we have to also like train to walk in them when we could be doing other things much better things <laughs> hey american fever dream listeners i'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift because now you can use gift mode on etsy Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click Gift Mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of 
gifts do you have for Dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner. Whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. Well, also this weekend, the ocean was on fire. The ocean was on fire. Uh, <laughs> you are very that. alarmed by this. As I should be, and as we all should be. <laughs> I'm not that bothered. No. <laughs> as we all should be. The ocean was on fire, and it looked really scary. It was like literally a vortex of boiling flames. <laughs> uh, I know, and I feel like I'm glad we're talking about this because it was like, so it happened on a holiday weekend. We're all just going to like move on. No, we're not going to move on. We absolutely cannot move on from the fact that the ocean was on fire this we weekend. We need to process this. We need to work through this. So what happened? A gas leak broke out of an underwater pipeline, which caused a circle of bright flames, as Lise described, in the Gulf of Mexico. So the company that owns the pipeline, this company has a history of similar incidents. They said that the incident, it was dealt with immediately. Security protocols were activated. The fire was under control in five hours. They sent these little firefighting vessels, which maybe were actually big, but relatively, they looked teeny tiny against this flaming vortex. Yeah, I mean, also like... <laughs> They were like flat. They were like pouring water on it. Right, they're pouring water <laughs> into the fire onto the ocean. They had they poured they poured some nitrogen on it too. Apparently. Yeah, I like I'm like I don't. It, well, it looked like they were pouring water on it. I assume there was something in the water. <laughs> but it's like one of those things where I'm looking at it and I'm like, on the one hand, I want to make fun of this, but on the other hand, I actually don't know what one does when there's like an eye of Sauron, like fucking flaming giant vortex that has appeared in the ocean. So, you know, their like guess is as good as mine. A demon was going to come out of. Absolutely. Incredible. Absolutely. It was, it looked like, <laughs> like it was made up like CGI. It was crazy. So the incident obviously raises some questions about the fossil fuel industry. I try, like, whenever these things happen, you tend to see a lot of, like, climate change without a lot of, like, 
rarely is it a false equivalency or rarely is it misdirected, but like it's important to be specific about like climate change did not cause the the flaming vortex. <laughs> fossil fuels and our reliance on fossil fuels, which also causes climate change, contributed yeah. to this vortex. Yeah. And it's, it's a like, part of the larger picture of how we're fucking up the <laughs> right. earth, certainly. Yes, I just want to clear. Yeah, because there's going to be some fucking like GOP senator that's like, I don't know. It seems like the earth is warming. There's a fucking hole of flames in the ocean. <laughs> no, sir, that's not it. That's not quite it. But so not only are fossil fuels a completely unsustainable energy source that pollutes the planet with emissions, but they pose threats to the surrounding environment, wildlife, and people. I mean, when I saw this, I just thought like, oh my God, if this happened, this scene in Finding Nemo would be carnage. I mean, it's, it is crazy where it's like, what happens to the wildlife that lives there? Like it's, it, they've got to be gone. I mean, they're in that little cylinder. (laughs) Apparently, I've read that there was not necessarily a leak or spill resulting from this, but I do not understand how that's possible. But okay. I don't, I, again, I don't understand how we ended up with flames in the ocean. I actually still don't understand that, but I saw it uh, and it happened. And I'm sure that its effect cannot be good <laughs> like overall net negative net negative absolutely in ways we maybe don't understand we've all seen blue planet and we can all conclude that flames surrounding those habitats are not good and this is accurate it pollutes the water it kills wildlife and like you know circle life shit we need the oceans we really need the oceans like it's key we, it's a huge we, part of how we all live we absolutely, we absolutely need the ocean and um, we can't just burn it. Like, it, it's just, I don't, uh, we cannot burn wild. it. I mean, this is what I was saying to you today. And I know this sounds naive and I know that literally like 13 year olds have been telling us this, but it's like the climate crisis is here. It's here. It's happening. Yeah. Like this shit. I mean, this, this hurricane is now barreling towards Florida and fossil fuel emissions cause extreme weather events like this yeah and it's like you know it's all part of the like it's all part of environmentalism even if they're not one for one things like that it's like it's not it didn't get so hot that the ocean (laughs) burst on fire thank god (laughs) thank god but like an industry that is part of what's destroying our planet did something that's so destructive and it, it was also it made me think about the BP oil spill, Mm -hmm. which was when I was in college, which was like so crazy and was going on for so long. And like, uh, I just remember that they were all, they were trying to like plug it up all the time and just that entire situation. And I'm like, we have destroyed the Gulf of Mexico completely. Any animals that live there, God bless them. Like, I don't know how they're, I don't know how they're doing it. We've I mean, built, they deserve to live forever. It pum- we pumped tons of oil into it. We lit it on fire. Like, we sent hurricanes through it every, every year. Like, I got... God bless those, those animals. Truly. I know. They're really, they're really troopers. But I, 
this time, I feel like this year, and we talk about this all the time, it's like something will happen and then a newly activated and engaged people since the election, like suddenly put together how they've been lied to. And th- this version seemed to be, oh, yeah, there's like a flaming pit in the ocean and me not using paper plates at my barbecue isn't going to isn't going to help that. Like, it's yeah. not this. it's not the straws killing the turtles. It's the goddamn exploding fossil fuel pipeline that's killing the turtles. Right. And it's like, that's not to say that you can't do things to individually reduce like your carbon footprint and that that's not good, but it is, it does bring into play this bigger picture where it's like, yeah, how much use is, are my metal straws doing when um, some company can just literally start a fire in the ocean And I have nothing to fucking do with that. And it's also, it's something that I've seen a sentiment around New York a lot lately because um, they sent out an alarm during the heat wave being like, turn off your ACs, da da da, like reduce all your personal use. But Times Square is lit up completely. Completely. There's the Ferris wheel inside the Toys R Us is going. Think of all the places like the, the office buildings for fancy places that just like have been unoccupied for a year and a half and just never bothered to like turn off their AC. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the waste is is alarming. You see it all the time with like office buildings that just leave every fucking fluorescent light on for all day and all night. Like it's and again, Times Square is the other like it's the epitome of it, and it never turns off. <laughs> never turns off. It There's not never- even any like attempt to be like for 15 minutes every day. Times Square is gonna turn off, and it will conserve this much energy. You could get so much goodwill from like people that don't really know what that means. Not during the pandemic did it turn off. I mean, literally, it sh- that's Times Square has to be the first to go when they're like, hmm, how can we save some energy? It's like, let's turn off the M&M store. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe she doesn't need to be lit up like a fucking candle. Yeah. 24-7. 24-7. During a pandemic, actually, that's still happening. Like, <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah. So today also marks six months since the Capitol insurrection. Time time flies when your government tries to make you forget <laughs> that something ever happened. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it feels weird because also I was sitting right here doing the same shit, looking up and the Capitol was being attacked six months ago. So, so far more than 500 people have been charged and more than a dozen have pleaded guilty. A lot of these 500 are honest, are like the dum-dums who literally recorded themselves, like the people that were easy to find and easy to like round up. Um, so there are obviously hundreds more that were not that dumb who haven't been identified. I mean, they're dumb, but who haven't been identified or caught. A lot of these people have been um, found by like, they call themselves sedition hunters on the internet. It's like a lot of groups, like my sense is like retired people and just hobbyists. And like a lot of, I mean, it's the same type of like cool people from all walks of life that will get really involved in like a specific like true crime case. Mm-hmm. And they are working with the FBI to like surface images and identify in the FBI. Like I, I, I think they've helped identify like one group more than a hundred people. So that's having like a very uh, meaningful impact. That is so wild. It is wild. It is wild. I mean, you tend to like think that there's like an acrimonious relationship between like, like, like crowdsourcing from the public and law enforcement. But with this is just like so many people and so many avenues and such a like large undertaking. Yeah. 
So while the process of arresting and charging all the individual rioters responsible continues, what hasn't really happened is a full-throated investigation of how this was organized and executed almost successfully. Yet as Mm -hmm. of last month, 53% of Republicans believed Trump is supposed to be the president, is the rightful U.S. president. I watched... Mm, I like I was I was TikToking yesterday and I, I watched some TikToks with uh, some guy interviewing people who think that and yikes, scary. Oh, you sound like a parody of yourself just then. <laughs> they can't see. We're like, uh, no, no, on the TikToks and the uh, sky, it was too much. It was too much. I was he, these people who he's like you think Donald Trump is the president? And they're like, yes, he is currently the president. Oh, Christ. Well, people, and this is, we'll get into this. People think he's coming back on August 13th, which I'm really concerned about because that's the day before my birthday. So it's going to be a real bummer for me <laughs> if Trump's president on my birthday. <laughs> and I want to say day. happy birthday to Amanda. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. And my passport immediately gets revoked. Yeah. <laughs> you should have shut your mouth. Oh, yeah. Oh. So this morning, the U.S. Capitol Police announced that it's opening regional field offices in California and Florida to investigate threats to members of, of Congress. This is part of a like larger list of things that they announced they're going to start doing. But um, this is crazy. They're just acknowledging that there needs to be more areas and more officers um, constantly looking into these threats on on our national representatives' lives. And leaders also announced just generally how Capitol Police would be trained to handle this type of thing why the National Guard wasn't involved sooner, like why if the part- if the riot techniques that were put in place that day really worked. I mean, you know, we know I there's mean, a lot of reasons not to. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if they worked. <laughs> why I'm, they I'm, not blaming, I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying my assessment as, as purely as a spectator. Yes, they did not work. <laughs> I think that's a good, as a spectator. I think that's a good tweak. Why they failed, specifically why they failed. But there are still a ton of open questions that will not really be answered um, unless the committee that Nancy Pelosi is working on really does have like broad access to figure out what happened that day. And as we mentioned, this also comes as now the Department of Homeland Security is warning that right wing extremists could cause more violence later in the summer. And that is because there is a right wing conspiracy theory fueled by my pillow guy CEO Mike Lindell that Trump will be reinstated, as we said, on August 13th, uh, because he's going to show the Supreme Court something so damning that the justices will immediately reject the 2020 result. Okay. I mean, I have a number of questions, but here's my overarching question. And this is a question I've had for a long time. How did we get the my pillow guy? Where did he come from? I feel like one day I woke up and suddenly there's the my pillow guy who's an advisor to the president. I don't understand what this is. I He was a very enthusiastic person who seemed to be around like right, I think, as Trump was losing most of his friends, like right after the insurrection. And then this guy was like, I'm in. I'm in, but he's been around for a long time and, forever. And, and yeah, because he he was around to, when when Trump was president, bop bopping about. How rich is the My Pillow guy? Is My Pillow really a big brand of pillow? Um, I think it is a big brand of pillow just because it has name recognitions. But what I what I've heard is that it is not a particularly like it's not the best product of its kind. By because any means. I've only heard of My Pillow in relation to the guy. that's true that's true (laughs) so i just i feel like this man came out of nowhere and now 
he's in, very important and we actually have to keep an eye on you him. know why we don't know about it is because apparently he advertises he advertises mainly on fox news so i think it's republicans who mainly have my okay pillows. okay that is actually a really important piece of this picture yeah we so have not been targeted by my on fox news for the my pillow and he sells he sells yes. his fear pillow yeah. my mine my hateful pillow yeah he sells his hate pillow to baby Helps boomers you sleep at night despite your hideous ideologies yeah we we're gonna scare you and then we're gonna put you to bed <laughs> i mean okay. i wouldn't be surprised if that was the actual copy so we're gonna see what he has in store on august on august 13th i guess He's going to show them something so damning. You know what it probably is? He's just going to hype all this up. And then really what it is, is he's come out with a mattress. Yeah. Like I do. I mean, he's obviously going to get out of showing anyone anything on this day, but it'll be interesting to see because, you know, all these QAnon people, they always skirt the thing or whatever. But it's interesting because like it's him saying he's going to do something on a particular day it's like this he started it and then it just like caught on steven's like i'm looking forward to this so right it's like you have to say q is gonna do it right and then you have because you don't say you're gonna do it because then you have to come up with an excuse for why you didn't do it or why the thing wasn't what you said it was gonna be that's true but when it's q it's like actually q left another clue that says that yeah we were we were wrong yeah, he seems pretty not good, but imp- I mean, literally, this bullshit might start a riot. So it's like it's Absolutely. crazy. People that- could get hurt. Exactly. It's like it's it, this is a a man who sells pillows on TV, and he might actually start real violence. Well, then the I country. hope that Justice Stephen Breyer looks outside his window and thinks, you know what? Any day now, this could turn over. Maybe I should step the fuck down. Yeah. And get somebody else in here. Yeah. I mean, I, it's just alarming. It's very, I don't know. The pillow guy's important. The pillow guy is important. And we have to keep our eye on, on this, this pillow man. Precisely. <laughs> Until the end of democracy, potentially on August 13th. I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. <laughs> And this is the Betches Sub Podcast. Bye. Bye. The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send us your emails to suppod at Betches.com. Betches.